Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Glojo. This week's Soul Bite is all about micro actions, and this episode is inspired by two things. First of all, it's inspired by last week's episode where I interviewed the amazing Bevan Ferrand. If you have not listened to it yet, this is an absolute must listen. Now, it's a bit longer than usual, but it is worth the extra time. You don't need to listen to it all in one sitting. You can break it up or listen to it when you're driving to work or, you know, cooking dinner, whatever it is. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, where you live. I truly believe that everybody can walk away with something positive from this episode. So definitely tune in. I will link to it in the show notes. And in this episode, Bevan talks about the power of micro actions and how this is a regular part of the coaching that she does with her clients. This reminded me of the goals and intentions that I set at the beginning of the new year. I can't believe it. We are officially one month into 2022. It seems like so much time has gone by already, but also it seems like how the heck are we already a month in? How are your goals going? How are those intentions going? It seems that people these days don't necessarily set resolutions like they used to. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I do. Um, But a lot of people I know are moving away from those stringent resolutions and they're going towards intentions and having words or certain a certain energy that they want to embrace and embody throughout the year. And then there's the other camp of people and they're just like, nope, don't want to partake in any of this. Regardless of if you set resolutions or not, I do believe micro actions are for you, especially if you're someone who is motivated, inspired, you want to do a lot of things, or maybe there's one or two things that are near and dear to your heart that you really want to do. You set your mind to it, you sit down, you start to work on a list, and then all of a sudden, you have this huge list of things to do, these big goals, big milestones, and it can seem really overwhelming. And what happens is that we end up, I don't want to say being our own worst enemy, maybe shooting ourselves in the foot. Both of those are so, so dramatic, but yeah, I don't know how many times I have stood in my way. I I am my own worst enemy. I have shot myself in the foot so many times because I make these huge lists and I go for it. In general, my personality has been all or nothing, go big or go home. I say I'm going to do something. I get excited and I dive in until I crash and burn because it's often not sustainable to do everything that I try to do all at once. This is where micro actions come in. And this is why I truly believe micro actions are the way of the future and they are the way of today. After doing some research, I'd like to read you a definition of micro actions created by yours truly, moi. Are you ready for it? All right, here it is. 
Micro actions are small, doable actions that are easy to complete and have a compounding result over time, or rather they create a big ripple effect in your life. So I want you to imagine a pebble, a small single stone that you throw into the lake. What happens when you throw a a pebble into the lake? There is a wave of ripples that that one stone makes, and it can be quite substantial, especially if you skip it. Another example, dominoes. Dominoes are classic. You've seen them in commercials. You've seen them used in all these different situations where the domino tiles are lined up. And with one simple flick, I flicked my hand. You couldn't hear it, but the flick was there with one simple flick. Ding! One tile hits the other, hits the other, hits the other. And this one single chain of events is set into motion. This is how micro actions work. One thing leads to another. Now, I believe micro actions can be good and bad. I don't typically qualify or quantify things as bad, But in this case, to get my point across, I am going to say that micro actions can be good or bad. You could start the day with a chocolate bar and you're probably not going to feel the best. And once you're already in that state and once you've already, you know, blowing your healthy eating routine for the day, you're more inclined to make choices that aren't the best for you throughout the rest of the day because you're already in that state of, oh, what's the point? It's not worth it. I already fudged it. So, oh, whatever, just this one day. And then the next day is probably going to be like, oh, well, you know, yesterday I'll start next week. It was just, yeah, whatever. I'll start next week. So you can see how it's a slippery slope. Now on the flip side, the good can compound and doing one good thing and making one good choice can make it easier to make the next best choice for you. And life is truly, if you think about it, a compilation of choices that we make, big and small. And I truly believe that one small action or habit can set off a chain of events in your life that can have a huge impact, a bigger impact than you can ever imagine. And I'm reminded of the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. I do believe that book, and I believe there are small things that we should not sweat. That's not what we're talking about, though. The small things we're talking about today are things that you should sweat. These are things that you should care about and things that you should pay attention to. The bucket fills one drop at a time. Another famous quote, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Might be a little cheesy, but I'm a cheesy person sometimes. And I love quotes like this because they're so true. A bucket fills one drop at a time. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. If you're not willing to take that first step, you're never going to get to that place where you're wanting to go. And a lot of times we just focus on the big end goal and it can be overwhelming and it can be daunting. And so what do we end up doing? We end up stewing versus doing. This is something that's really come through for me over this last year. For most of my life, yeah, I've taken a lot of action and I've done a lot of things, but when it comes to projects that are really important to me, like this podcast, I thought about this podcast for two or three years before it actually happened. I was stewing, I was overthinking, I was stuck in perfectionism. 
I was stuck in fear. It was this paralysis. And I think that there are, I know a lot of fellow perfectionists out there, a lot of people who spend so much time thinking and contemplating. And yes, it is good to be mindful. It is good to think of multiple scenarios and outcomes. It's good to be well-researched. But at some point, that's holding you back. There's something to be said for just taking action and doing the damn thing. This is where Bevan's episode was so inspiring. She is such a great example of just doing something. She's also an incredible example for so many other things. And when you listen to that episode, it's going to become really obvious why I'm raving about her. But back to the main point, do versus stew, move out of stewing. It doesn't need to be this big, grandiose gesture or this huge leap that you take. Take a micro action. Figure out one small thing you can do every day that will move you closer to your goal, that will move you closer to feeling how you want to feel, that will move you closer to building the business, starting the project, going on that date, being in the best shape of your life, feeling incredible, wanting to shout from the rooftops. It all starts with a single action. I'm actually being reminded of a couple of quotes from Bevan in her episode, so I'm going to read them to you right now. Here's the first quote. We don't get inspired to take action. We get into action to get inspired. We don't get inspired to take action. We get into action to get inspired. I know that I'm an ideas person and I feel like I'm naturally quite inspired, but there are times when the inspiration well is dry And I do things last minute, uh, like this podcast. (laughs) So here's an example. I've had so many ideas, but it has been so hard for me to sit down and record this episode. And it's like, okay, you have no choice. You are doing this. You are committed to this. And so here's an overview of some micro actions that I took to be talking to you right now and sharing this. I poured myself a glass of wine. Yes, I did. And it's really enjoyable. I went into my office. I plugged in my microphone. That is a significant micro action for me. Plugging in my microphone is a huge micro action because it's signaling to the part of my brain, we are recording, we are getting this done. I opened my notebook and I started writing and I started coming up with some ideas. Then I opened my Google browser And I started doing a little bit of research. Before I know it, I am inspired. The actions I took moved me into inspiration. And I was excited to turn on the microphone and start recording. So excited that I forgot to make sure the settings on my computer were proper. And I recorded the whole thing without my microphone actually being connected properly. So this is the second time I'm recording it. Here's another quote from Bevan. Here's another, here's another quote from Bevan. The reason I teach micro actions is because inertia, an object at rest tends to stay at rest. And so the scariest place to be, the hardest place to be is standing still. You'll never have to exert as much energy again if you keep the momentum going. I absolutely agree with this. And I believe Sir Isaac Newton would agree as well. 
I was immediately transported back to my grade 10 physics class when she said that in our interview. As Newton says, an object at rest remains at rest. An object in motion remains in motion unless there's an outside force that comes in and interferes. Using this podcast as an example again, I'm committed to getting it out every Tuesday. Now, the time on Tuesday has definitely fluctuated, but I have stayed true to my commitment of getting this out every Tuesday. There have been times where I just want to take a break and I just want to take a week off. And I have friends who have said, just take a week off. It's not a big deal. But for me, it is a big deal. One, I've made a commitment to myself. Two, I know that it took me a few years to sit down and finally do this. A few years. There was so much resistance. This train took a lot to get chugging and I am moving now and I'm not going to stop it. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to ride this momentum. And I've realized that there are other ways for me to get ahead and have a week off, like recording in advance and being organized and planning. So those are some personal examples of how I've applied micro actions to be sitting here doing this now. Now, the other source of inspiration for this episode was actually the episode I recorded at the very beginning of 2022. And this episode was titled, How to Have a Positive Year Ahead. Now, in this, I share a couple of my goals. And again, instead of setting these intense resolutions, I have some words that represent the energy I want to embody as I move throughout the year. And then I have a couple of small, consistent actions that I want to take on a regular basis. The first one is making my bed. The second one is getting 10,000 steps in a day, or at least getting out for a 35-minute walk a day. I truly believe if I do these small actions every day, I'm going to see a very positive result in my life in unexpected areas over time. So this leads me to sharing some examples of micro actions that you can apply to your life today. And then keep applying and get ready to see some pretty incredible results. The very first one, making your bed. You know, I think back to when I was young and my bedroom's been a mess most of my life. Like I'm getting better. I'm definitely getting better. But when I was young, I had the messiest room. When I lived overseas, I had the messiest room. And now I'm really starting to appreciate organization and appreciate making my bed. So there's a book called Make Your Bed, Little Things That Can Change Your Life and Maybe the World. This was written by, I believe, an ex-Navy, I want to say Navy SEAL, but um, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an ex-Navy SEAL who wrote this book. It's a New York Times bestseller, and there is a lot of scientific research that backs people who make their bed go on to, we'll say just as a broad blanket statement, you can Google this for yourself, but they live a more successful, happy life. And based off of my limited experience of being a bed maker, I can kind of see how this is true. I didn't make my bed today, full disclosure, but I'm going to make it before I go to bed because it is nicer to get into a bed that's made. This is what I found. I have better sleeps. When I have better sleeps, I wake up feeling more energized. And when I'm more energized, I'm more focused. And do you know why? When I wake up feeling good and well-rested, I make better food decisions. I don't need to drink a ton of coffee and then have that crash in the afternoon. 
I don't need to reach for sugary foods or those quick pick-me-ups because my energy is more sustained. I have more energy to actually go for a walk and get my 10,000 steps in. So already there's this ripple effect. And then on the days when I actually make my bed in the morning, I feel like, yeah, like high five myself, pat myself on the back. I've already accomplished something. And as tiny as it is and as silly as it sounds, it's so empowering. It is so empowering. And I'm already in the mindset of doing and you know, as, as they say in this book, I think it's the mindset of success. It's the mindset of like, all right, I'm accomplishing. I can do this. And there really is something to it. So tip number one, make your bed or micro action. Number one, make your bed micro action. Idea number two, go for a five minute walk, go for a five minute walk. There are times when I do not want to get out for any type of walk. I want to turn on Netflix, or I want to talk to a friend on the phone, or I just want to veg, or I want to keep working. I have to convince myself to get outside sometimes. And my goal is to become someone who does not need to convince themselves. My goal is to become someone who craves exercise, mild and intense. And it's just a part of who I am and a part of my daily routine. I'm not there yet, but I'm confident that I will be there. And so yesterday is the perfect example. It was about 9.30 at night. I had stuff prepared to put in the mailbox. And instead of waiting for the next day, I was like, okay, you're going to walk to the mailbox. And once I walked to the mailbox, it took maybe about three minutes. It's like, okay, let's just walk a little longer. So I walked another couple blocks and then it's like, okay, let's set a timer and let's keep going. I ended up walking for about 30 minutes and it felt great. It was a beautiful evening. The sky was clear. I could see the stars. The air was fresh and it felt so good to move my body, but I had to trick myself and I had to convince myself. And so micro action, five minutes, put on those shoes and get out for five minutes. Guaranteed you will keep moving. And if you don't keep moving, that's okay. Good for you. You got out and you did your five minutes. That's all that it takes sometimes. Here's another micro action. Now I realized by sharing some of these things, you might think like, who is she? How does she live? And maybe these aren't relatable, but maybe they are. And maybe you can relate because you do them and it feels really good or you don't do them and you could see the value. So micro action idea number three, Run your dishwasher at night, or at least make sure your kitchen is all clean at night. I love cooking. I'm a creative cook, but things can get a little messy. And I'm not always in the mood to clean up after. Something I have been more focused on is one, learning how to be a cleaner cook along the way and really take those micro actions along the way. Wash the dishes, put things in the dishwasher as I'm cooking so that it's not this huge thing all at the end. So doing those little things, washing the dishes along the way or putting them in the dishwasher is really making a big difference. What I've also noticed is that if I let things pile up in the sink, then it becomes a way bigger job. I'm having to scrub off old food or I'm having to whatever it is. All of a sudden I'm having to spend however long doing this versus just taking an extra 30 seconds to do it in the moment or to do it throughout the day. And when I wake up with a clean kitchen, I swear to God, I make healthier food choices. I feel less scattered. I feel more grounded. I feel more inner peace and I have better starts 
to the day. And I actually make better health choices and food choices throughout the day as well. Clean kitchen, clean mind, good choices. Okay, now here are a couple of other things that I use to convince myself to do things when I really don't want to do them. Set a timer and let yourself just start writing without judging. Just be like, okay, I'm going to write for 20 minutes. Or maybe you sit there for 20 minutes and nothing comes through. But you set that timer and guaranteed if you're writing, even if you're writing, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any ideas. And if you keep going, something is going to open up. Now, maybe you don't have a project or you're not focused on work right now. There are other things that you can do. Set the timer and exercise. Set the timer and, you know, clean your room, tidy your bed, organize your closet, go through your phone and delete old photos. You can do digital cleanses. My computer will get so messy and I have to like convince myself and talk myself into cleaning it up. If I set a timer and just do it, it's so much easier. I also will go on kicks where every day I go into my inbox and I unsubscribe from things. I take five minutes and I unsubscribe because I sign up for a ton of things because one, I like a lot of things, but two, I'm always curious. I'm like, huh, what is that? Oh, what is this going to be? And how are they going to communicate? And so I end up subscribed to a ton of things and end up with a an overwhelming amount of emails. And so I go through unsubscribing kicks and that small micro action actually makes me feel so good. Another small micro action that is in line with digital cleanses is just archiving everything in your email or deleting it if you don't need to hang on to it. But for me, I'll go through and I'll just archive a ton of things at once and it just feels good. Lastly, you can use a song. Turn on a song, dance around the house. Even if you want to just get your body moving, put on a song and dance. That is a micro action that is going to get you moving your body. It's going to uplift your spirits. You know, choose a good song that's going to make you feel good. And when you do that, you're more inclined to go on and make other choices that are going to make you feel good. Good produces good. Here's another micro action that I have done over time. And I'm just remembering it now. When I go to fill up my water, I do 10 squats. I drink a lot of water. So this is a great way to get a lot of squats in. But basically the premises here is you pair a new action with something you already do. When you brush your teeth, what new action can you pair with that? like me, if you drink a lot of water, even if you don't drink a lot of water, but you fill your cup up a a few times a day, what is a positive action you can pair with that? It's those micro actions that truly make a huge difference. Life is full of choices. And whether we realize it or not, we're making choices all the time. Typically, we only focus on the big choices. But by only focusing on the big choices, we are missing out because we make small little choices every day. And so focus on one or two things this week. What are one or two micro actions that you can put into place to get the ball rolling? And how can you pair those micro actions with something that you already do? It is scientifically proven that you will have more success at creating new habits when you pair them with something that you do already. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Reach out to me at the Glojo on Instagram, at Leanne Kalal on Instagram, head over to theglojo.com. You can get on my newsletter list. 
And I would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be amazing if you could rate and write a review on Apple Podcasts. That really makes a huge difference to podcasters. And um, it's just a way to show support for the show. So if this resonated with you, please go ahead and do that. I would be very grateful. Also, sharing is caring. Sharing is free. If there's someone in your life who you think would benefit from the Glojo podcast in general or from this show in particular, don't be shy. Send it their way. Make their day. They will be grateful. I'm super grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in. I know life is busy and I appreciate you spending your time here with me. 